Welcome to Grasp the Word 2021. Our verse of the week for May 9th, 2021 is Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Why don't you say it with me? But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. John the Baptist was a man sent from God for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe, according to John chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. Although this verse in the King James Version is hard to differentiate between John being sent for a witness and him being sent to bear witness, there is a difference. The Greek words from which they are derived, although they are related, there are different shades of meaning expressed. What is meant that John was sent for a witness indicates that John was meant to proclaim his testimony. But to bear witness, this is what he had come to know, which gave him the authority to testify. In other words, his experience would give him a reason to testify, a report to give. Our ability to testify is measured by our experience. Our testimony is our communicating what we have heard and seen. Luke told in his 24th chapter of Jesus opening the understanding of the 11, that they might understand the scriptures. Jesus said, thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And then in verse 48, he said, ye are witnesses of these things. The apostles took this to heart. And it's reflected in the first chapter of the book of Acts as they were trying to find a replacement for the fallen apostle, Judas Iscariot. One of the requirements they had for one who would take his place among the 11 was that he would have witnessed the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This meant more than proclaiming that Christ was alive in the form of a testimony, but also meant that their, their experience had to be valid and supreme in that they would have been eyewitnesses to have physically seen Jesus Christ alive after his execution. Our verse of the week in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 expands the field of witnesses well beyond those who had actually seen the physical Jesus Christ after his death. 
Jesus said to his disciples in general, not just the 11, but after the Holy Ghost is come upon them, they would be witnesses. Of course, all who heard him say the words that day were witnesses uh, because they were hearing him with their own ears and seeing him with their own eyes. But not all those who would receive the Holy Ghost would be eyewitnesses of the physical resurrection of Jesus Christ. Not even was it so in the book of Acts. For in Samaria, in Acts chapter 8, they obviously were not all eyewitnesses of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. However, they heard the good news through Philip the evangelist. Uh, nor was they, were they eyewitnesses at the household of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. Yet they all received the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. And then in Acts 19, there were 12 disciples of John who likewise were filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name, who themselves were obviously not eyewitnesses of the risen Christ. Although to be an eyewitness of the resurrection is not a prerequisite to receiving the power that comes with the Holy Ghost, yet whoever receives the Spirit does become qualified as an ever-expanding group of persons who can give a testimony of the living Christ. Because the receiving of the Spirit is our bearing witness experience. According to Romans chapter 8 verses 9 through 11, the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of Christ dwelling in our hearts. Thus, every Holy Ghost filled believer is a witness of the living Christ. Therefore, they are all qualified to testify. Tradition tells us that all but one of the apostles died a martyr's death, but the execution of the apostles did not leave the world without a witness of the living Christ. Across this great planet Earth, even some 2,000 years later, remain witnesses of the living Christ. How, you say? Through the Holy Ghost experience. It is our bearing witness experience. When we receive the Holy Ghost, we bear witness that Christ is alive. He is alive and at work in our lives. That gives us all the validity we need to testify and to do so to the uttermost part of the earth. Our song for the week is He Lives, He Lives. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy. I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always near. And the songwriter says, he lives, he lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to a part. You ask me how I know he lives? He lives within my heart. Let us pray.
Dear Lord, I thank you today for the promise of the Holy Ghost. And I thank you, Lord, on behalf of all of us who have received it with that initial evidence of speaking in other tongues. Thank you for that great experience. Truly, we receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon us. We thank you that each and every day you confirm in our lives that you are alive. You supply our needs. You immerse us continually with your presence. And you give us power to overcome sin and temptation. And you make us victorious. I pray today, Lord, on behalf of Holy Ghost-filled believers, that you would fill us with the boldness to testify such as they had in the book of Acts, that many will turn to you and come to the realization that Jesus Christ is alive and real and he has his spirit for those that will believe and obey him. In Jesus' name, amen. <music>